Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You have offended this podcast and you have offended the entire movie making community. And welcome back to part three of the podcast. We're going to pick up here where we left off yesterday. If you'd like to become a patron and get all of our episodes in full on Sunday night, you can go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. Support at any level there. We have levels that start at just $5 a month. We'll get you all of our full episodes without this pitch to the patrons on Sunday night in full. Remember, you can also go to offendedpodcast.com. You can go there, buy some merch. That'll give you something cool, and it'll also give us a little something to keep the lights on over here at You Have Offended This Podcast main headquarters. Check us out on our social media. At Twitter, we are at YHOTP. On Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, you can just search You Have Offended This Podcast, and you'll find us there. You can interact with us there. We'll answer your questions. You can give us movies that you'd like to see, favorite scenes, favorite actors, actresses, anything like that. We'd love to hear from you. So check those things out. Please become a patron. If you can't do that, give us a rating. Give us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you download your podcasts. That's a huge help. Or at the very least, if you could just tell a few friends about us, that would be awesome too. Okay, so enjoy part three of the podcast. Who would have access to Mercury? Who and would have the access? fucking blacksmith? That's who. Go check out yeah. that dude. So now he's like, "All right, give me some duck. Give me and, some uh, duck. Give me the some restaurant duck. is fucking trashed. Russell no, Crowe is a piece of candy. shit. Make me some duck. There's like bodies everywhere." Hey, editor's note. I got to jump in here quickly because while we were recording, I bumped or touched something, and my uh, microphone shut off for like 45 seconds, and I lost that audio, and. What Chad and I were talking about was whole. <laughs> you missed out on a hilarious discussion of uh, why the cook should be cooking Russell Crowe some duck and the shenaniganery that happened around that. So it's unfortunately, that best part of the podcast, hilarious, possibly award-winning, was uh, lost to the the uh, ether. So imagine hilarity ensuing, and I will drop you back in uh, right here where Chad and I are continuing to discuss Russell Crowe. And the man with the iron fist. Enjoy. All right. So, yeah, Thaddeus takes X-Blade here, and they're sort of reviving him and getting him back to his healthful status so he can hopefully help them beat the, the Wolf Clan and Bronze Body and all the dickheads that are making causing a ruckus, if I may borrow a Wu-Tang term, uh, mm. in jungle, jungle Village here. Yeah. Might as well just say it. Like, Thaddeus ain't nothing to fuck with Thaddeus ain't nothing yeah. to fuck with as we once were told and uh yeah I, we get the couple shots here of uh Thaddeus blacksmithing and doing his thing and Russell Crowe Jack Knife uh with his cool little rice collector hat there walking around doing his thing yeah the Raiden we call the it Raiden the Raiden hat. hat that's a much better way to call it. I was accidentally using the term that I thought was the appropriate term Oh, but yes. actually had racist connotations, right. and you corrected me, and I'm like, hmm. So I call it the Raiden hat. I think hat the Raiden now, hat's the better way to That is not go. offensive. But now yeah, we get uh, yeah. Russell Crowe back here with his ladies, and she's like, don't you want to come back and have some pleasure? Or whatever. No, what did he say? Something yeah. about that was... that some was pleasure, pleasure before that business. That was business. This is pleasure. Yeah, that was right. business. This is pleasure. So he's like, yeah. Killing motherfuckers like, is what I tapping like. Ass, tapping ass is his business. But what he really likes to do 
is shove knives up men's assholes and kill them. <laughs> like he basically says that. Yeah. Great degree of violence. Yeah. But now, sadly, Thaddeus the Rizza gets captured here and uh taken to this little shop where they torture his ass and eventually uh Bronze Body comes out here and chops his motherfucking arms. Well, firstly, off. when the lions catch him, like they grab him, right? Like like two yeah. guys are holding him by the arms. And then Buddy drops that big fucking metal monkey fist on a pole right on top of his head. Right on his head. Like, I was like, whoa. Because, like, you know, throughout the film, I'm fantasizing about this metal fist on a stick. And I'm just like, <laughs> man, you could smash somebody in the face. You could hit them in the chin. But they fucking just bop them right on top of the head. Like, straight down. Like, when Legere had that fucking cast and just started knocking people out with it. Like, that's what happens to the fucking RZA. That's pretty cool. It was pretty great. Yeah, if you're gonna if you if you're trying to make somebody unconscious, that is a good way to do it. So yeah, they tie him up here and beat his ass in this little hut, and uh, Bronze Body heats up this giant ass blade in the fire to the point where it's red ass hot, and they just hold his arms down here and uh, chop both of his fucking arms off and leave him for dead. Yeah. Goddamn, son. That was that was hard. They do chop his arms off, I believe, above the elbows. This is a bit of a continuity thing if you watch. Pretty sure they chop his arms off above the elbow, but later when he makes his, his iron fists, namesake of the movie, yeah. his elbows are very clearly visible below, or I guess above where the fists are. So, whatever. I mean, they could have chopped it off just below the elbows. What do I know? I don't give a shit. It works. Yeah, but I mean, like, if, okay, like, here's the thing. This is this is like that Dave Chappelle, like when keeping it real goes wrong, because they basically have him. He's tied up. They're kicking the shit out of him. And they're like, hey, listen, you're going to just make weapons for us now and you're going to make some awesome weapons or or we're going to fuck you up like really, really badly. But so why don't you why don't you pledge your allegiance to us? And he goes, no. And then they fucking chop his arms off i'm telling you man if i'm in a fucking no win situation and there's a guy made out of metal right that basically yeah. says uh yeah, yeah you're gonna make weapons for me i'd be like yeah okay yeah yeah sounds yeah. good how about i meet you to guys me. tomorrow yeah i'll meet you uh tom- it'll take me about three days to make these weapons and then i'd find yeah. my fucking chick and i would i would leave shanghai like i would just I would fucking leave the fuck out yeah. yeah like how are they gonna find me well i mean he is a black guy in china you know well, there's that. years ago. But, you know, he could <laughs> fucking... But there's also another billion people there. He could blend in. You could blend? You could totally blend. You say, but give yeah, me that list. But yeah, he basically says oh. no. And, like, the effect of when Batista's uh, chopping his arm off, like, it's it like it looks good. It looks legit. It looks realistic. It looks good. Yep. They do a lot of shots of Riza, And then, of course, they're cutting to Silver Lion, like, laughing and really enjoying it like ooh, <laughs> oh yeah. uh, that's, that's gotta gonna hurt <laughs> yeah that's gonna, gonna sting, sting. um <laughs> but yeah they fuck him up but good it's pretty violent like it's it's uh it's pretty violent but it's it's decent yeah it looks good man it looks good they leave him there to the rats quote unquote as they say but we also get cuts of yeah jack knife out there watching him go through this so jack takes him and and saves his life and brings him down into this little I don't know, spider hole, whatever the fuck he's got hidden away in his little steampunk fucking observatory basement thing, whatever the fuck he's got. I don't know. Like there's like a little hatch in the basement of 
what looks like a stable or something like that. But, you <laughs> yeah. know, and then he's got like a bunch he's of got fucking this... like round bottom beakers and stuff like that. Like goddamn Oscar, like... the grouch chemist lab underneath the stable. <laughs> yeah, like, he's got a the... <laughs> huge chemist lab. Like, wait, why, why do you have the big chemist lab? Like it's, uh, it's pretty fucking crazy. Aren't you here on furlough for some pussy? Like what? How yeah. did you get this yeah. place? Like, how did you... yeah, <laughs> I have come here for one thing and only. and I'm going to here to get some pussy and some drinks. And and if I have time, uh, build a chemistry lab in the fucking basement a of a stable. Yeah, set up a fucking lab in the in the in the basement of a stable, which is probably not you know the cleanest of places for his fucking open wounds. Oh, it is not a hundred percent because he can get Thaddeus here to basically get drunk because he gets that metal flat press and it says we have to cauterize your runes. Yeah, uh, we have we have to cauterize your wounds. Which wouldn't the blade that Batista cut his arm with do that already? Well, I thought that's what kept him alive because yeah. it was a hot blade that would have that would have cauterized it. You don't but... have to brand the end of his arms again and like re-traumatize yeah, the fucking. So guy. he's like, oh, now we're gonna do it because his fucking his arms look like like his arms look legitimately like. Uh, two packs of bologna. Oh yeah, he's got like, little T Rex you know, arms. You buy the big. Well, you buy the full. You buy the full bologna full roll, log. Yeah, <laughs> like that's what that's what his that's what his fucking arms look like. So yeah, they, his wounds heal as they say surprisingly quickly. And uh, <laughs> I love that he says, "How do you feel?" It's like, well, I, you know, feel like fucking assholes in a bag is what I feel like because my arms have been cut off. <laughs> so he yeah. he tells him what to do so that they can make the arms. And uh, they get to work on making his hands back again and making all kinds of uh, weapons and shit so that Jackknife and Thaddeus and X-Blade can get together to beat Bronze Lion and Silver Lion and Brass Body, kind of in that order, with Madam Blossom thrown in there for good measure because what's-his-face Jackknife fucks off in some capacity. I forget what happens to Jackknife. He gets shot or stabbed or brutalized in some way. Thaddeus is just fucking laying in the bed. Like, like the fucking you know, Metallica with, video with for no arms. Yeah. 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 The Metallica <laughs> video. Yeah. Please God help me. S O S. Then and then we get the we get the flashback, which is which is actually I, I I liked the flashback. Like I thought it was great. Like, first of all, I thought it was great because fucking Pam Greer. Pam Greer's in it. Yeah, it's um again, I I, I think that I think that this is probably the best place for this to be introduced as opposed to chronologically. Yes. But I do find that the story, the main storyline just drifts a lot, yeah. you know? Like it just it just kind of drifts and I'm like, "Oh, okay, now we're going to go down this corridor where he's the slave and then he meets the monks." Like it's a good chunk of the film and it and it is well done and it does serve the story, but Again, I find that overall the the overarching story of the protagonist is really meandering. Yeah, it is. And I find this I do like the flashback, but I find it 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 pulls attention yeah. away. You know, like I, I guess I don't know if it could have been shorter or not, but like Rizzo looks cool, they did a good job of making him look younger and when you know, his afro looks fucking awesome. And they do a good job of explaining when he gets to the monastery, uh how mm. he takes to that really well. And cuts his hair off because of that. And it kind of explained his look and why he is the way he is. I like that a lot. I don't know, man. I, I found it yeah. just kind of pulled away a little bit. And I was like, okay, fuck, can we... 
move this along a little bit. Like it was, I, I found it. I don't know. I don't know why. I wish I could put my finger on why this didn't grab me the way it kind of, the way I thought it would when I saw it. I mean, like when he, when he gets his freedom papers, right. That he gets, he's no longer a slave. He's free. And then basically these two guys come in start talking mad racist shit at him like mad racist shit and then of course thaddeus is just trying to leave and grabs his kit bag and pulls his kit bag which makes the guy trip and he falls fucking head first onto an anvil which uh jesus that would that would definitely dude it killed him and 100 when they show his friend turn around just the way they shot that guy with the sideburns, it looked just like Champ yeah. from fucking Anchorman, and I wanted him to go, whammy! Champ kind whammy! When he hit his head off the fucking anvil, that's all I could see in my head was, whammy! whammy. <laughs> that would be fucking awesome. And then he bites into a chicken wing. Because um, Champ kind loves, loves chicken, wings. chicken wings. Um but I did, I did like they shot that in black and white, uh, and then of course the only thing that were was in color was the, uh, the blood lanterns, yeah. the fire, and then of course the blood on there. So I mean it, it, it it's it's not bad. And then of course we we go back to the Russell Crowe and the RZA talking, and then we get another flashback because he left the U.S. The boat called Destiny crashed on the shore. <laughs> Everybody the died. I was on crash. The RZA was washed. It was a storm. <laughs> the boat, a I was goat hit me with his horns in the dick. <laughs> a, goat, a goat hit me. Everything went wrong. These bald men showed up. The ship hit an iceberg. <laughs> whammy. <laughs> um, this motherfucker so, kept saying whammy in my ear. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, the monks find him on this rocky ass beach here and take him to the, take him to the monastery, and we get his little journey through the the monks in the monastery and whatnot and uh i I love the big gate here where they they take him into the monastery yeah man that was really cool cool looking gate and they sort of uh get him back to health after his ordeal on the ship and he becomes a monk he decides to stay there and be a monk and we get introduced to gordon liu yes i was about to say i was about to say he he is awesome like he he I think I'm okay with this scene kind of taking so long, not even long, but just kind of away from the main story uh, because he's really captivating. Yeah, he is. And the shots that Riza gets, like there's some really cool shots of them in the monastery. There's shots where he's like backlit and the lights like coming through the windows. When he's shaving his head, there's candles that are bokeh like there's a lot of there's there's some some of the best shots in the film are this section. Yeah, I I love this the reclining Buddha behind Gordon Liu there looks fantastic with all the candles in front of him. It looks really good. There's some cool yeah, ass shots here. This um because initially when when you watch the movie, the first thing you see is uh presented by Quentin Tarantino. Tarantino yes. really had nothing to do with this movie. He's, he didn't produce it or write it or direct it or, or anything like that. He just sort of lent his name to it for publicity because he's tight with both RZA and with Eli Roth. But, right but on. because of that, when they wrote this movie, the Abbot, played by Gordon Liu, 
in the storyline is actually uh, an ancestor of Pai Mei from Kill Bill Part 2. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah, it's like his great-grandfather or some shit of, of Pai Mei. So that is so they awesome. They wrote that in as a tie-in with the whole Tarantino universe, which is kind of cool. I thought that was neat. I actually, I actually love... I love the way Tarantino writes, and I, I actually will say that the t- the title of the chapter, "The Cruel Tutelage of Pi yes. Mae," like I just thought that was awesome. Like the cruel tutelage, <laughs> like I was like, "Fuck, I love that." It's a great way to frame it. And the the character of the abbot, Gordon Liu, wasn't supposed to originally play that. That was written by the Riza for his kung fu teacher, a guy named Shi Yan Ming. Oh, really? And that was that was who was supposed to play it, but Shi Yan Ming couldn't get. Uh, permission to return to China to film this in Shanghai. So I assume I assume she oh. and Mang lives lives in the states because Riza trained for I think it was two or three months for a couple hours a day in uh, Hungar to get ready for this because he does some kung fu in it. So his uh, little teacher right there on. was supposed to play it, but because of that they couldn't get it, and they got motherfucking Gordon Liu, who is awesome and ties yeah, in with everything. I mean, so what a great backup! Oh, you're not going to get a yeah. better backup than that. I I really do love the way that they they framed it up. Like he's showing all the chi points and the meridians on the gold statue, yeah. which actually flash uh, forward. You know, will come in fucking yeah. handy. A little bit of foreshadowing uh, soon enough. But basically, yeah, that whole flashback uh, was pretty awesome. And then, of course, while that's going on, they're forging his arms, and the voiceover is talking about you know if your chi is strong enough. Your chi can move into other objects, and you can control those objects. Yes. Which is, in essence, these iron fists. Fists of and, iron. And uh, he slips his he slips his little stumps in, and uh, somehow his elbows grow yep. back. He's and, part salamander, uh, you know. He's got a little are. bit of that in him. He's part salamander. <laughs> Yeah, so he he got his elbows back, and now he's you know rocking these uh, iron fists. It's pretty rocking dope. Them fists, yo! I like that Thaddeus cuts his hair off with the blade, which looked painful as fuck. But he becomes a student here. He's walking with the abbot. I like that scene a lot, where the abbot is kind of taking Thaddeus under his wing and teaching him the lessons of how to control his key, his chi, whatever, however you want to pronounce that. And uh, it's good, man. I, I I really like this section, even though it does pull away from the main story. I like it. Yeah. And uh, they cut back here, and uh, we got a uh, what's his face Thaddeus and and Jackknife here talking about you know if you help me, I'll help you forge my greatest weapons, and which would be of course his fucking mm. arms. Yeah. I like the scene here where Russell plunges his hand into the mold to make the fists. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I thought it was good. I mean, you know, like. Russell's a big motherfucker now. He is. Like, you know, he, he's he got, he's big got man. Some, he's just a big man now. Girth on him. I don't, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna insult him, man. Like, you know, people put on weight when they go old. That's fine. Well, and he's, you know, he's that's, been that's, successful. That's, that's he looked is. like a bad motherfucker in Gladiator. Yeah. yeah. So he's, he goes up and down as needed. And I think this was a, like you said, it's, or like we said, it's a quick 10 day project for him. So I'm sure he's just chilling, playing yeah. in his band and watching fucking rugby. He doesn't give a fuck. So he's going to show up and do this thing and. He's in the shape he's in, and he'll make it work. But yeah, I, I do like this. They form the th- they form the little arms here, and then we show all the little meridian points or whatever, the two little special points in the neck of the bronze body. <laughs> Get it? Bronze body. And all the, yes. all the incense is burning and shit. And that one monk 
doing the one finger fucking handstand push up on the railing. What the fuck? Dude, that was insane. Like that was that was awesome. Like it 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 didn't look it didn't look ridiculously. It stupid. looked fucking cool. Yeah, it looked good. And the the scenery behind it looked awesome. Like you could tell whatever was done was done very well. Yeah, we go back here now. Thaddeus gets his gets his arms and they pivot or the, they put the little pin in there to latch that shit onto his arms and boom, he's got his shit now. He's a man with the iron fists. He's now the the title character of the movie for realsies this time. For realsies this time, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and again, magically gets his elbows. Gets his back. elbows back when he punches the goddamn anvil and breaks that shit apart. That was cool. Yeah, yeah. I think somebody's like, "Is this? Uh, yeah, are these good? Like, are these gonna work?" And he was like, "Yeah, pff, check this shit out, motherfucker!" Bam, and breaks the anvil. <laughs> <laughs> check this shit out, motherfucker. Um, <laughs> I do. I, I I will say like like just talk about the fist design, the way that they're put together. Like you can tell that obviously that they're light. He can move the fingers and stuff like that. But they look heavy duty. Yes. Like they look awesome. Like there's a lot of detail in them and all the different points and extra work on them. Like it, they 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 look legit. I yeah, like they them. do. They they put a good amount of work into those, and it it really shows in how they look on screen. Like all the other stuff in here, yeah. too. Like all the weapons and all the stuff they, they actually use, the little accoutrement that the fighters have for themselves. Yeah. There's really not a weak link here. Actually, that's not true. The one weak link that I would say is Russell Crowe's little gun knife thing. Because when the blade spins a little bit later, yeah. I'm like, fuck off with that shit. Like, just make it a scary knife. Fuck. <laughs> fuck off. I'm a little angry at that knife. but. <laughs> and that concludes part three of the podcast. Come back tomorrow for part four. If you'd like to get the entire podcast on Sunday night, you can go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. Patrons get the full show Sunday night without any ads. If you don't want to become a patron, you can go to offendedpodcast.com. Buy some merch there. That'll get you something cool to wear and rep the podcast you know you love. And we get a bit of money, too, to help us keep the lights on here. Please follow us on social media at Twitter. We're at YHOTP. On Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, just search You Have Offended This Podcast. You can interact with us there. Leave us your favorite movies, your favorite scenes, any questions you have, anything like that. We'd love to hear from you. Please rate and review us wherever you download your podcasts. Ratings and reviews really help us, particularly on iTunes if you could. That would be awesome. Make sure to tell your friends, family, loved ones, and hated ones about this podcast. More listens mean more downloads means it's better for everybody. So thanks very much for helping. Come back tomorrow for part four, and we will be back in your ears very soon.